Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first podcast of Gen X-Men, a podcast for Gen X by Gen X, and I am one of your co-hosts, Anthony Simeone, and I'm here tonight with Derek, Derek Everman, and Dan, Dan McWilliams. (laughs) Hello. One Derek, just one Derek. Yeah, one Dan, too. And as you can already tell, we're pretty organized (laughs) as a group. So, yeah, we are a group of guys who decided that it was time that Gen X had a voice. And our friend Derek, who is our one of our creative souls here, actually came up with a question. Derek, what was that question that you had about Generation X? Uh, I don't remember exactly what was the um, impetus to start this, but I, I will be honest. A few weeks ago, it just kind of hit me. Again, don't remember why. Don't remember what we were going over. But um, what what is Generation X? What does it mean to be Generation X? Now, I guess, was the more important question. I mean, you can ponder where where we came from, what we did, uh, what we were like when we were younger, children of the 80s and 90s, growing up in that world. And we will discuss that. I believe that's something we're going to go over, something to get out there. But I thought about – I I think (coughs) – excuse me. I think what happened a long time ago, I read an article. Maybe it was a Life magazine cover with the most influential baby boomers. Now you're showing your age. I know. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's a, well, that's part of the, that's the whole point of this is, uh, and actually, Anthony, before I go any further, I wanted to correct you. It's not just for Gen X. I mean, it, it definitely, you know, we're going to definitely discuss it's that. For actually, but it's for everybody, but it's for everybody. It's kind of, yeah, we want everybody to know where we are and that we're still here. Yeah. And that we do matter. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. And I don't want to make it seem like it's only Gen X should be listening to us. I think right. part of the point of what you were saying was, and what your point was, is that, you know, maybe it's time for us to step up and define who we are and let other people know where we are now and what we're doing and what what, what our aspirations are. Like a cautionary tale. <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> sorry. Hopefully, hopefully not. For some hopefully of not. <laughs> I, I but it was that it was that time life article and then it, there might have been another article <laughs> talking about millennials coming of age and entering the workforce and what they were gonna be like and how they were gonna influence the world and, <laughs> and that was a, a few years ago as well. But I thought, well, what about Gen X? This is the prime of our life, more or less. I mean, you want to talk about, mm, let's say, spending power. This is the, we're in the, <laughs> Sorry, the, <guys. laughs> the bright years for that. You know, this is this is the time when we're going to be the, the the ones that are marketed to by everybody. It, if you're going to use that as a judgment, um, which we won't, or we will, depending on our theme and wh- what we're trying to discuss, so the point we're trying to prove. But 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 the point was, what happened to Gen X? We were so we were such the topic of discussion back in the early '90s when we were becoming ourselves when we were transforming the way the country we were was relevant going. at that point we were relevant we were, we were young age. coming of age right. and we were a force we were powerful the baby boomers were still in control obviously as they still are in general well, but well, we, we were, were we were starting we were hitting the point where we were going to start taking over and then years later a decade or so goes by it's the like early we're, 2000s 9-11 happens and it's all about the millennials and i it's like we were almost forgotten america's lost generation we were forgotten we were the middle child of history and and now what now where are we right and that's and that's interesting you say the lost generation and it's it really struck me when you were talking about that and you were saying yeah so in the early 90s i mean all of us are around 40 i'm 40 yep. you're 39 you're, you're 40 I'm 41. I just turned 41. You're 39. Yep. So we're all we're we're hitting we're getting in the middle age. So the baby boomers were roughly 1965 to 1980. That's the rough 
time period when baby boomers, I'm sorry, when Gen X was born. Gen X right. goes from roughly 1965 <sighs> wow. to 65. I wouldn't have thought that far back. Yeah, it's uh, you know, surprising, oh. right? Well, it's because it's the, when the boomers started having kids. That was oh, okay. That's I see. Yeah, more or less the next generation, next generational mark. Right, right. Yeah. So, like Derek said, the early '90s, it was we were teenagers. You know, we were supposed to be young and vibrant and kind of coming into our own. We're getting into high school or just getting out of high school by the time the mid '90s rolled around. So we were supposed to kind of take the torch from the last generation and kind of run with it. But what happened to us? We tripped you know, and fell. That's, that's kind of that's what made me look into. And I, I, you know, the, the, this podcast and this show and this discussion, <laughs> this medium for discussion, was not my initial intention with this. It was just, wait a minute. When I was when I was young, it was all about the boomers turning middle age, and that's all we talked about. That's all I heard. That's all that pop culture dealt with. That's that's you know until we you know the slacker generation took over and we had a couple movies. The music changed a little bit, but. What the hell about what the hell happened to us? Where did we go? We disappeared and we well, got quiet. Yeah, but let's not let's not underestimate. Generally, us. I'm gen- I mean I'm generalizing obviously because name some look you have some Generation Xers that founded Google, right? Right, big one. <laughs> yeah, founded big. what other companies? Facebook. Facebook. No, Mark Zuckerberg is a millennial. He's a millennial. Oh, he is, really. On the early he's side of millennials, right? He's a uh, uh, my, uh, my mistake. He, no, he's I don't know how old he's writing. He's writing. <laughs> okay, the Google founders. Who else? I mean, who else? That's what a, other figures? That's 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 what I was looking into, and honestly, <laughs> still have a lot to research to do on that one. I mean, there's a there's a number of influential pop culture people. I mean, you yeah, have, obviously, you, you have you know your Jay Z's, you had your Nirvanas, you have your Dave Grohl's. That's that's all out there, actors and actresses, and you know. But what about the writers? What about the businesses? What about or the business people? What about technology, politics? Is there anybody out there that's Generation X that defines Generation X that that has what our values beyond or, just entertainment, or beyond enter the entertainment beyond world. entertainment? Yeah. The creative minority that we once discussed when we were younger. What happened to the people that were going to change society and shift society? Well, Those are being outvoiced. By too well, loud, too large generations. We're that, gonna that delve into that in future podcasts. So I mean, yeah, we're gonna go over. I, w- I would know. like to think we would go into all that and how this. Well, you're saying right, like you know, the generation before us. And listen, people are living a lot longer, so the boomers yeah. are holding right. on to that the reins of power a lot longer than prior generations. And not only that, I think I read a statistic, and I forget the source, but it was a roughly 39 percent of boomers. Don't expect to retire until their their late sixties, and partially because of the financial collapse of two thousand eight, they're broke or they're yeah. you know, they're not as well off as they. I think everybody's they should, broke. They want to be, but but and you can't blame them for that. And then I think another ten percent of boomers don't plan on retiring ever, which is another. <laughs> that's a whole other show in itself. Right. So you have. Well, I mean, s- speaking of retirement, I don't th- see myself ever retiring. I don't know. That I mean, because or would want to. Yeah. Some people can't. Yeah. And a lot of them can't. So, I mean, so it comes down to it that we thought that the gen- our generation um, needs a voice. Maybe absolutely. our generation needs to start having this conversation. Someone needs to start the conversation and say, okay, what is our legacy? You know, who are the people? Who are the movers and shakers of Generation X? You know, when maybe we're a silent we – are, we are that silent – we're a silent minority at this point because yeah. you have the how how many people are in the boomer generations? Eighty million? I know. I don't. I think they're in the seventies still. I mean, uh, you know, they're, they're older million. now. They're 
dying well, I'm saying off, how many like, how many like, are there number 75 million okay. something like that and then <laughs> there's more millennials there's like oh, there's, 80 there's almost 90 million 90 million millennials yeah, and how many gen xers 49 49 million. 50 million something like that i mean again again all of these numbers are it's rough it's estimates. rough estimates it's it's you can put you know we can put our parameters on it just to fit our <laughs> definitions but they're rough. It's with what people identify with. I mean, if you go by numbers year-wise, you know, you could go all the way up to the mid-80s, some people say. I think that's a bit of a stretch. But it, let's say 49 million-ish for us, somewhere around there, mm. ballpark. But, I mean, you know, and what, what are the hallmarks of our generation? I mean, like, we're talking, like, I think a big one is, you know, a little bit of a healthy maybe or maybe an unhealthy disrespect for authority. Absolutely. You have, uh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, loners, disobedience a little bit, like, uh, you know, kind of cynical, kind of skeptical. Uh, Again, definitely generalization. An, an, an aloofness to the traditions, you know, an aloofness to our culture, an aloofness in a way uh, to the American dream you know, where I, we want to be happy and satisfied in a way, but we don't care for authority. Uh, I got a question for you because, uh, yeah. you know, I'm kind of naive on some uh, some things, you know, because no star, don't worry. <laughs> I've just been obsessed with this lately. That's you know, I'm... being part of Gen X, I kind of like dismiss a lot of things. Right. Um, But does this only include people in this country or can we are we? That's a, actually a great question. Are we expanding this to the whole world? I mean, are uh, are there America. Gen X it's, people it's in like, say, China or whatever? Well, Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah, good yeah, question. that's a good question, and yes, I would say it's. Would it's they consider themselves that though? No, not necessarily. Yeah. From what I, again, again, shit. Most of the Americans in our generation don't consider necessarily identify. Yeah. And I, I've asked people randomly, neighbors and what have you. Randomly, they don't really identify with Generation X. They forgot about it, or they don't think of it, or don't care, which yeah. is pretty typical of Generation X. I mean, yeah, right. Apropos, we don't give yeah. a shit. But no, it's pretty much an American thing. I mean, the baby boom was post-war, and yes, there were other countries, obviously, that had post-war baby booms. Right. But in this sense, from our point of view, and from as I understand it now, and again, I'm still in the research process of all this, it's it's pretty much American. Our country, it's, yeah. It's, it's American. Okay. Yeah, it's an American. But, I mean, so what is the – that's a, my question is what's the impetus behind the aspects that, you know, I think maybe some baby boomers maybe call the slackers or – you know, was it is that is that true? And are you know, can we can we say that I, I'm, I'm hoping we can explore we can explore with this show that question as a big question. Now, are we the slackers that the boomers thought we were or can we have we come into our own or can we rise up and escape that slacker image? That you know, at the same time, though, every generation is going to say the same thing about the next one. Right, you they're, know they're what I mean. They're, so their music sucks, and like yeah, they're they're like, slackers, they're punks. Yes, yes. However, there no. are there yes, are no. uh, there are underlying themes that that are pervasive from generation to generation. And with Gen X, all I remember was well, listen. First of all, let's get a couple couple basics out there, right? We're pretty much the children of divorce, more or less. That's that's a characteristic yeah, of us. Yeah, that doesn't help. You don't right. think so more, more that now? Help with the whole caring about stuff. No, thing. divorce rates are down, and they were really booming and really high. No pun intended. Booming about the time the boomers were having us, and about the times we were yeah. born. 60, oh. 1960 through nineteen eighty. I think that's not spiked. insignificant. I think yeah. that's not insignificant. On, not at all. Like you said, like it left you, a lot of people jaded. I think. Yeah, too, that's, and that's it. We're jaded. We're aloof. We're skeptical. We're latchkey kids. We're the first generation where latchkey kids started to to, to become an, a, an entity. Right. In you know what I noticed because about you myself? To have the single parent phenomenon. Real single parents right. boomed when yeah. that or mothers had to work. It 
leftist society turn. First of all, right. well, not not to just had to, right, but you know, the, the feminist movement pushed. Okay, that that became an uh, an entity in really? itself. Yeah. Right, yeah. women went to the workforce, yeah. you know, more than they did in the past, and that's you know not knocking that. That's great, but it did leave latchkey kids. That's where it started. Yeah, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. Well, listen. Let me go. There's. I mean, I don't. I don't want to limit us. In any way, <laughs> discussion is discussion. I think all thought and, and and productive conversations we definitely need more of in our society. However, there are some underlying themes that I think do to a point define Gen X, and it's it is the latchkey, it is divorce. You know what? I, you know what? It, I, is, well, hold on, it is fiercely. We are fiercely independent. We're not necessarily respectful of authority, but we don't we don't thrive on anarchy. Certainly right. not. We're, we're we're politically middle. Generation-wise, you know, we, we you know we, we lean right, we lean left. Some, I'm sorry, some re- lean right, some lean left, but we are generally in the middle. We're moderate, generally moderate. Yeah. Generally, but but I think, and again, you know, it, it comes from I think the conservative aspect, at least something I've been noticing lately, is not necessarily because of the traditional conservative mentality. But go ahead, Dan. I'm sorry. All right, no, 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 it's fine. No, there's a couple of things I wanted to say. Um, I think. Touching on the, uh, you know, being jaded and whatnot. Right. I've been finding myself being, like, like when it comes to, like, movies. Like, we were talking about this uh, at the convention. Okay. That, like, I'm, like, I feel like I'm an elitist sometimes. Or, like, a purist. A a purist purist is what I meant. Okay, right. We are nothing if not opinionated as a generation. (laughs) Exactly. Like, because we were talking about the the new Rocky Horror stuff. (laughs) And I'm, like, Yeah, we argued about the new Rocky Horror. We weren't talking about it. But, but yes, you're a purist in that sense. Yeah. But doesn't so, that kind of stem from the fact that we, it's almost like a defense mechanism? Like we had to be stubborn and stand our ground true. on things from our pop culture to our politics to yeah. our personal lives. I think that stems from a defensiveness because we had to fight for ourselves because we were alone a lot because our parents were either working or were that's a good point too busy with their own problems yeah. to care or to you know more than the generation or less than I guess I should say less than the generation before us the baby boomers and certainly less than the millennials we had less face time with our parents we oh, were yeah. just around them less absolutely yeah. and i think we to a point where i think we we hated it but at the same time we kind of loved it that freedom uh, absolutely then i we, loved we, it we defend we, we define ourselves by it now i would say right maybe um, maybe to a fault you know? <laughs> yeah that's Possibly. true yeah but like you know what else i've been noticing like i've been falling into the like i think us as ex gen xers are gonna have a lot to say soon because of all like the political climate that's happening now, like more people are, are going against, like Standing Rock, for example. Yeah. I, I'm looking at the stuff on online, and I'm like, so disgusted with what's going on in this country. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like buying a plane ticket and going out there, and yeah, you know, being Absolutely. like, yo, you can't do this. Like, yeah, this man. is ridiculous. I think that. I think that that is for me Generation X. We stand at a crisis point. We stand Absolutely. at a, we stand at a place of crisis and opportunity because every time there's a crisis, there's an opportunity. We're standing at this crux of history where I feel like we're actually probably in a position to finally step up mm-hmm. and take charge and be heard and say we're going to start taking charge. We're going to yeah. start speaking up and we're going to start, you know, trying to fix some of the issues in the world, whether we can or not. We're at least going to try. And I, I- think. Unlike unlike the generation before or after us, I think we're despite all our skepticism, despite our jadedness and our aloofness, I think deep down we're idealists. And I think yeah. we still have that core sleeping in us. 
And I think that this is the decision point for us. Do we do we let the cynicism and the slacker and the 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 disillusion part of us? Because I think we're the marriage of those worlds of yeah. the aloof, do we let that skeptical prevail? person, or do we kind of yeah. let our idealism? Because I know we were all idealistic back in the day, and then we kind of grew up, and yeah. we, we were life happens. We were, and we were, and I remember we we were. I rem- a point I was trying to make earlier was you know the generation before us they were told that the future was theirs. Right, like go ahead and make what you wanted. This they world. never told us what we had. We, no, we could they do. told us over and over again. I, I remember this thing oh, coming. They from never told me. This, 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 I didn't get no, the memo. No, no, let me finish the sentence. I'll tell you. <laughs> we were told constantly that we weren't going to do as well as our parents, and that came from teachers. That came from You're society. Right. That was a pop culture. M- theme yeah that that was i couldn't we couldn't escape it's like you're not going to do as well you're not going to do as well not only are you not going to do as well we don't really care that much about you because we can't we don't spend our time with setting the people up for failure yeah that was a given that we were (laughs) that was so that's great motivation you you have you have the perfect storm of an emotionally distant person there you have divorce again not across the board none of the all these are generalizations obviously but you have divorce you have latchkey kids you have a different you, you have politically and socially things change and that's an, another topic i think for another show yeah absolutely but you you had all of that coupled with the constant the constant reassurance that you're not going to be as good yeah. and that we don't like you and we're not as impressed we're not as impressed with you like and here's the here's the here's the here's the thing i think the baby boomers definitely changed things in a way dr- drastically that that I don't maybe no other generation did in, in, in American society, say maybe the original generation of Americans, but they they came around and said no, we're not going to do this. They had that counterculture, they had the alt, you know, left, they had the hippie generation, whatever you want to call them. That that goofy moment in time where they had a lot of hope, they had a lot of different ideas, they had a lot of new um, iconoclastic mentalities that developed, and they pushed for it, and then it went away, right. and it was done. Done, gone, gone, and the 70s came, and the mid-70s came, the war ended, and they decided, I don't know what changed, I don't know what happened in the mentality, I mean, I know what happened, but I don't know where the exact moment was that said, hey, listen, we're done with this, we're going to move on, and we're going to make money, we all went to college, so now we're going to have better jobs, (laughs) we're certainly going to change things, and by the way, the kids are an afterthought. Like being swept under the rug. Yeah, I mean, you know. possibly. Well, they yeah. were also the boomers were also weren't they the me generation? Yeah, I mean, wasn't that also them? I, I mean, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. Th- going uh, again, the generation things kind of being like a vague sort of thing that we're not going to really hang our hats on. But right, you're right. I mean, I but I think like you know, economically, we were told that the economy wasn't going to be as great for us, and I think we got bitter. I think you know, great, and that's why I think where a lot of us are bitter about baby boomers yeah. because we're like, oh, great, thanks for sucking up all the resources because the baby boomers were still riding high on the belief that you know there was no they didn't have to worry about sustainable resources you know they didn't they weren't worried about sustainability they weren't worried about all this kind of stuff and the resources of the world kind of got sucked up by that you yeah. know the earlier generations and we were told that the you know hey we had to do with less i know i would love to pay a nickel for something you know well right. then, <laughs> then they had the gas um, embargo of yeah the 70s 77 administration right maybe that was what what made them say listen you know gas isn't cheap anymore it was 77 right uh, 77, 78, yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, the Somerset. Somewhere around yeah. there. Yeah. I forget exactly. I can't think of it off the top of my head right now. But so we, we, we things changed. Things changed drastically before us and then during us. And this the, the generation ahead of us, they were, they're not, I mean, again, we're generalizing, but they were self centered. They were impressed with themselves, I guess is one way to put it. They were, 
and and they they had every right to be that way. They they changed things in, in a lot of ways, and they 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 were a force. They were a f- they were certainly well, yeah, because technology changed at their point. You know what I mean? Right, I but, think, but I, but I think more more importantly than that, they changed. They 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 had a, they had a a definitely divergent way of thinking as 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 no generation before them had, and then all of a sudden that was over, and they mm-hmm. said, "Guess what, kids? You're on your own." Yeah, I. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about the generation after us. Would no, no, no you're talking about the, the boomers. The, the boomers ahead of us. Yeah. My mistake. The, gener- the generation after us comes into play uh-huh. when, you know, listen. The, when we were again, when we were young, the baby boomers, they had their say. They were running the world. They were still running the world in a sense. But what 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 was going on then was they had the attention, and that should be our point. I'm not, I'm not screaming for attention. I don't want to. I'm not looking for authority. I'm not looking to take over it. But I'm just saying. Yes, you are. What about our generation? Why don't we have that moment that they did? Should we have it? Should we not have it? I'm not saying we should or shouldn't at this point. I don't know. But why aren't we making a mark I don't like s- they did? Is that good or bad? Or are we making a mark? Dan? I mean, I don't – I mean, I guess it's not a cry for attention. But, I mean, we would still need our voices heard. You know what I mean? And right. it's not but, a but, point but, of making a mark. A, right. Maybe they should be heard. Maybe they shouldn't. But do we have anything good to say is okay. the important okay. question. Here's the deal. Absolutely. Hold on. Hold on for a second. So I'm hearing what you're saying, and as uh, I would characterize myself as an optimistic person, <laughs> maybe to a fault, and I don't know how you guys are. You guys can char- characterize yourselves. But I go both ways, I mean, man. As an optimist, I mean, Derek, how would you categorize yourself? Sort of like a... I, I'm, I'm, when the mood strikes I, me. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. My, my when, <laughs> how often does that mood strike? Man, uh. <laughs> my, my mentality ebbs and flows with... Pessimism and realism, and I'm sorry for everything. See, see, that Wait, is, aren't they the same uh, thing? Or? Freud was right. Uh, optimism, optimism, and realism. Uh, I, yeah. I go, I go both ways as yeah. well. Well, I'm also, you know, I'm also one to my philosophies of late have kind of shifted to kind of feeling like I used to feel like I had a victim mentality, and maybe that's just from our defense mechanisms because I'm a child of divorce. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, Dan is. Well, um, no, I'm not a child. Well, your 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 mom, mom passed. Six, your mom yeah. passed on. So yeah. while your mom passed away. Derek's parents are still together, and I'm a child of divorce. My parents divorced when I was a teenager at a very impressionable right. time, right. weak time in my life, so to speak, when I needed those figures, those supportive parent figures, and I didn't. They were too busy with their own problems. So, but I still think that there was something in me. I, I tend towards maybe sometimes to a fault, the optimism side, and I really feel like. To answer your question, Derek, I feel like we need to seize the day. Absolutely. Like we, need, we can't wait for history to come to us and say, we're ready for you now, Generation X. We need you to step up now. We need to just make that and take the reins and step up and, and push ourselves and force and, ourselves into and the what breach. And what did we always say back in the day? Carpe diem. Carpe diem, man. This like a great movie that inspired us all. Dead Abs- Poet Society, Absolutely. Right? Well, I, and, I'm, I, 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 and that's, I think... Part of the point is that you know Generation X is at, a, at an age where we know we're not naive anymore. You know, if we ever were as a generation, yeah. we know enough to say we need to do it on our own. And, and again, I, I I should have preface this. I'm a proud member of Generation X. I identify with that. I always have. Absolutely. I always I always felt myself as a, as a child of the '80s and a, and a, and a young Me adult too. of the early '90s. And that's that was part. That's part of my identity to this day. Um, but but what I'm what I what I think I wanted to point out with all this was. Do we do we even have we come to a point where we have anything to offer? 
are we as a generation obviously individuals of our generation there are brilliant individuals in our generation we have a lot of people give, doing a lot of good things in the world doing a lot of productive things doing a lot of amazing things in the world well, and we're not going to take that away from them but as a generation do we have a mark to make absolutely no i, mean, I don't know that that i don't know absolutely i do i don't i don't agree with that it's I not do. absolutely it's not given it's not a given. can i tell you why sure i'm making my mark with my daughter that's not what I mean. That's not. I agree that everybody, but everybody does that. Every every generation. That's the whole no, point of generation that's not true. having kids. But but that's the whole point. Because of, that's, why, gen, that's point, why generations. Though. That's why generations produce. They they, they I, leave their he, mark through their children. He has a point though, Derek. Because look, we were just talking about our parents made us into latchkey kids. Exactly. So we're not. In other words. I'm not passing that on. He doesn't want his kid to suffer the same way he did, and Fair I enough. understand that as okay. also a parent. I understand that. <laughs> You know, I don't want to have that. I don't want to have my kid go through what I went through. And I don't know about you, you Anthony, okay. but like my daughter loves all the stuff that I used to love when I was a kid. You know what I mean? Right. Like Jim Henson stuff. You know the old cartoons and you know this and that. Like you know, trying to pass on what what my interests were to her. You know, so right. she appreciates what I went through. But you know I see I mean? where, but I hear where Derek's coming from as someone who. What about beyond kids? Sorry. Let's define ourselves beyond offspring. Like beyond, what can we do to the world? Like beyond children. You know, there's there's other things that we can contribute to the world. Is well, there? Yeah. You know, and it's yeah, well, yeah, and, and that. Well, no, you're, you're right, Dan. I apologize. That's a very good point because if you look at you know look at the the, the reputation that millennials have. Um, they, you know, they're they're seen as spoiled. The, you know, the helicopter parent thing is out there now. That the parents of the millennials that that they're, they're characterized. And who are those parents? Maybe early Gen Xers. That's that's certainly those. Oh, absolutely. Certainly. Early Gen Xers and late Boomers are the parents of the millennials. Yeah. Right. So, you you're right. You do have a you do have a shift in parenting philosophies with the gen, with the different generation. Yeah. And maybe that's maybe that maybe that is our legacy. Maybe the legacy, but maybe that that's is part a, of it. Part yeah. of the legacy is that we did raise a generation and. The, the millennials get a bad they get a bad rap I think they get too much of a bad rap they get too much of a bad rap I don't think the world that they're entering is, is, is easier than the ones we entered by no, any no. means and even even though we were told that especially but, now but, okay well that brings up this are the millennials doing better than we did I they think have a better a, I think they have a better attitude or, or I shouldn't say a better but they have a more positive attitude that they can change things Gen Xers don't have a very positive attitude about that stuff in yes. general. And in may, general. But see, and maybe we have something to learn from them. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe that's part of our – we're holding ourselves back because we're so cynical at times about being able to change right. things. And I guess <clears throat> I was hoping I was hoping that Generation X would have would be more of the link. Like <laughs> we're the missing link between the industrial age and the information age. Like we're the generation that's going to transition humanity from the old to the new world. I thought that was us because the baby boomers there – part of a different age they're not information now don't get me wrong most of them help really bring it around i mean bill gates obviously had a lot to say about bringing the information age to where it is now but generationally gen x should be the ones growing up with that technology and transferring it along as we grow up and we are running the world more and millennials would obviously take that and run with it because they're brilliant with that so we were in my mind we were going to be the missing link we were going to transition from one age to the next and I don't see. So that. can we say though? Are Obviously you saying? Are you saying though that maybe we were stuck in a weird place and beyond our control? In other words, the technology was created. And when I was in college in 1994, 95, you know, I had the internet was brand new. 
you know, maybe were we just in an odd place where just through accidents of history beyond our control and it wasn't it was just beyond our control that we were new. The technology was so new that it was too early for us to take advantage, you know, but now that the by the time the millennials, by the time the millennials came of age, you know, the technology was ripened enough for them to take full advantage of it. But when we were their age, the technology was so new and that we didn't have it wasn't ready for us to seize it because it was still so new and experimental the internet especially we generation x created google <clears throat> i think we were i think okay. i think just like and I, this is a this is a comparison it's not it's not an it's not a um a, a, a praising but just like hitler was the right person for the perfect storm in germany at the time he was the right person for the right time to uh, to develop what he developed, unfortunately, in a morbid way. In a morbid way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you I'm getting at there, Derek? I, he's not praising. <laughs> I'm not praising <laughs> I'm saying the right person for the right this time. This podcast turned really quick. I'm, no, I'm, I'm joking. I'm, to create the wrong outcome. To create outcome. the wrong outcome. Bad outcome. <laughs> yeah. Let me use something else. <laughs> George Washington. Mussolini. George, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stalin. Yeah, uh, yeah quit Stalin. Right. right. Uh, George Washington. Let's go with him because everybody Bad loves George fun. Washington. He was the right person. He was uh, you, you, okay. Uh, the time is fine. Can we stop doing that? I'm getting distracted. Every time you guys are going back and forth with that, I get it. We're running out of time. We're uh, nearing a time. That it's sounds like killing me. That sounds like that's uh, your limitation, my friend. That is my limitation. Well, you guys are both going like this, <laughs> and, and I'm hand gesturing. Uh, I know you can't see that. I'm gesturing with hands next to me on either side of my face. Uh, amateur pod, amateur I'm, podcaster, I'm, much? Yeah. Thought. <laughs> Let's talk about the good things Hitler did. No, we're not. No, <clears throat> Hitler is Trump. Trump is Hitler, and they're both awful. Maybe, maybe. Okay, all right. But, but. All right, we're getting off topic <laughs> here. Come on, we are. We George are, Washington. As we tend to do. George Washington. Forget about George Washington. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? You think of a historical. Fa- Testy. Think, think of a historical moment where the right person came along, and they were. It was the perfect time for them to take over and do whatever they did, and everything worked out for them, and things changed. The world changed. The world moved on. It was the right person for the right time. Were we the generation, the right generation, the right mentality at the right time? I think the answer is whatever we wanted to be. Yes or no? Maybe. It's I. I maybe. again. Maybe I'm more of an optimist, but I think that we seize the day, and it's it's for us. It's us for the taking. It's us for the losing. If we don't seize it, then it's our fault. I, I mean, true. You know, it's, well, I think it gives us sure, more agency. Well. Right. I mean, I'd like to think that things aren't as out of control for us as we make it out to be. I think we well, maybe are too pessimistic sometimes for our own. Good. I got a question that, that for throws you. Us into inaction. Right. Well, I think, and I think that's the point of this show is that we wanted to look, we wanted to pose these questions, we wanted to see where we came from. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I'm distracting you, baby. You, you got to work you on your distraction skills. <laughs> <laughs> Expect more of this in future podcasts. Don't so. don't fucking touch me. <laughs> so, <laughs> can we end this episode? I, I think, think I think listen. we I think we have a proper intro. <laughs> I think we I think we've created more questions than we've I answered, we which I think was un- the point. We're yes. trying to pose more questions, at least initially in this episode. Yeah, <laughs> we we have a lot to unpack here. No, I think this is great. Absolutely. I think we have some. <laughs> We're all emotionally fucked, and we got to get it out. <laughs> right. Wow, the way to wrap it up, Derek. No, uh, no, but I, I think that this is. You can tell that I think we're all three of us are very passionate. I think that a lot of us are very opinionated, just like our generation. I think we're gonna do. I think we're gonna do good things here. Maybe we're gonna start a nice conversation. And, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, I think that there's a lot to unpack here, and 
you know, we're definitely going to be trying to put this out there and get more people from our generation, men and women, and people beyond our generation, from the newer and the older generations, to kind of talk to us and start a conversation. Yeah, I would, I would definitely like to extend that invitation to anybody that's listening uh, or will listen to this. That you know, feel free to contact any of us. Yeah, uh, we, definitely, we definitely thrive on feedback. That's for sure. Yeah, we're gonna start spreading this around. Uh, Social media and whatnot, well, yeah. websites and everything. So we're, we're gonna go on our little computers <laughs> Since from the from the nineteen nineties. But listen, we're so good at technology. Yes, and but in future shows, we're gonna maybe not be as heavy. Maybe we'll start exploring some of our pop culture for Generation X. Maybe we'll do some lighter shows. Maybe. Uh, for going probably well, not, but yeah, we'll give it a try. I think. Okay. I think. <laughs> no, we'll, yeah, of course. Yeah. And Derek go. brought up a good point when we were driving up north. Thanks. Thank you. That we should talk about a subject. I mean, I'm, I know I'm, we should probably talk about this off air, but anyway, we should talk <laughs> yeah. about a subject, just uh, and we'll give like we'll do like a discussion well, about it. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. like, yeah, expect each, each that kind of a format we'll too. Yes, yeah, you know, I'm sure there's going to be a plethora, a plethora of themes for us to go over. Absolutely. Uh, not the least of which will be the election. I think that's probably the next thing we should probably tackle. Oh, yeah. I hope uh, not. Hopefully, <coughs> probably by the next time we do an, uh, an episode, we will have the results, which. And a, new, and, a, and a new dictator of the United oh, States oh, of America. Christ, that's a whole other. And guess what? We'll be okay no matter what. We always survive. That's what Gen X does. Yeah, I, Frank. Absolutely. We're like we're like the cockroaches of a generation. Right. We we survive any nuclear <laughs> blast, Democratic <laughs> or Republican. We'll still be here after either one. <laughs> we'll be broadcasting from Ireland, but we'll <laughs> or Canada, whatever. Hey, <laughs> Canada. All right, well, so I guess that's it for now, gents. Yeah. Uh, I had a great time. Thank you very much. I think this is going to be entertaining, and hope uh, everybody out there listening thinks so. Please comment, question, yell at us, scream at us, give your, your opinions, and we'll uh, catch you in the future, right? Absolutely. Sounds good to me. Yep. Right. See you later, folks. Later. Blicka, 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 da.